Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds Steve and Joey are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today we're probing into... Aliens and the Temples of Gold. Woo! Akor... Conrosso, <laughs> Peligroso, Legusto, El Diablo, Paraniso, Soup. <laughs> you say Cole Conrosso? With rice. So, what was it with rice? I don't know. I, I kind of went off. Coco. Uh, I think I was saying something. Yeah. I mean, I technically was saying something. Like, I just don't like remember uh, arroz con pollo is chicken with rice. Yeah. Because yeah. in the Latin culture, you do the something before the something. Is it a noun before the pronoun or noun or adjective? Because um, like, el pollo loco is chicken crazy, but oh, here yeah, would be yeah. crazy chicken. It is the noun first. So, You're right. Yeah. 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 But before then, the adjective or descriptor. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd go chicken and rice would be arroz con right. pollos. Rice with chicken. Rice with chicken. Yeah. Great for yeah. kicking off. The oh show. yeah, uh, hey, aliens got to eat too. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, uh, Bill Hader and Fred Armisen show documentary? Now the episode about um, the chicken with rice. It was oh like yeah, Juan, yeah. Juan makes and it was the Giro yeah. Dreams of sushi. Oh yeah, spoon. that was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> was and then really they good. just threw the chicken at the wall for they, like hours. And or the something. final yeah. step was to shoot it out of a t-shirt cannon. Yeah, at yeah, the that's wall what it was. Yeah, to tender. tender. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great show. Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, um, my favorite was season one when they did the, um, not Pep Pep, but the... It was uh, the um, Nanook of the Nanook. North parody, yeah, yeah. but it was, yeah, Pipalock of Pip-a-lock. the North. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, still the best, I think. I think and then followed of, yeah. by the one where they're the old ladies that end up, like, yeah, murdering people. Yeah, episode one, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the most gifts that I think Independent Film Channel uses of, is that episode where, oh, like, right, Bill yeah. Hader's, like, wiggling his thing. little, <laughs> his little, I ain't uh, gonna watch thing. me. Yeah. I ain't gonna watch this. <laughs> God, I got to rewatch that yeah. one too. So I am going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, right now. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're back. We just watched three seasons of documentary now. It was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's it going, Steve? It's going good. We're yeah. doing a little Friday night oh, yeah. sesh. <laughs> and if you followed our Instagram, you saw our sweet, sweet story oh, yeah. of Mr. Maked Up Sucralos. <laughs> <laughs> Real dreamy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make a loss. Yeah. yeah. Mucho moose. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Forest have mucho moose. Yeah. Man <laughs> with hair who stand on head can walk anywhere it's with Mexican the dead. Mexican <laughs> yeah, mucho. He big wampum mucho moose. Yeah, well, the Spanish did. Uh, it's it's you know, true. Yeah. Took over the. Nacho burrito grande. Yeah. <laughs> with, again, he, I was going to say miso sauce. <laughs> he is the El Pollo of miso soup. Yes. Yeah, grande. Uh, Chalupala Verica. <laughs> the one with the giant cheesy gordita crunch. Dick. Because <laughs> um, that's chupa me verica, is suck my dick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, How are you, Joe? Poopa me verita means you're pooping green stuff. Yep. <laughs> Which happens Verde. five times a day for yeah. me. <laughs> oh, I like that Verdi much. <laughs> El mojado de shit. Right. We talked a little that about wet El <laughs> Mojado in the last episode, but with the Islam pronunciation of Mohammed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're coming off uh, Aliens in Sacred Places. Mm-hmm. This place, this episode's 
kind of similar, but with less facts. It's more just like exploratory, I would think. Yeah, Hollywood fact. A lot of Childress yeah. on this. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which on location, nice. Childress, yeah. too. Yeah. And he doesn't need to be. Yeah, just, I, was, <laughs> I almost feel like he was for sure there, but could have just, yeah, been right. green screened or something. There. And I'm sure they shot other shit or whatever, but like. Well, and then uh, what's his face? Coppins. Long hair. Coppins yeah, yeah. is just standing there perfectly right. still. <laughs> For reading for one like ten second B roll shot that they just threw in, yeah, and he's like he's in uh, France at uh, one of the churches that we'll talk about later. But it's just like, why are you there? Like you weren't yeah. like because they had two other experts exploring that location, right? That were like one off guys that are experts about that location. So why yeah. did you just throw cops? Yeah, I mean maybe he's gonna repopulate in that area again in another episode <laughs> or something. So what we did? Oh, discover... I thought you were gonna say. Like he was going to be reincarnated because he <laughs> no, died. No, 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 no. I just repopulate. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, he left his load, so therefore oh. he is forever. Uh, <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I was going to say we discovered while looking on Amazon via the Fire Stick, they had yes. profiles of each right. of the hosts. Yep. And the narrator. And yeah. and then all the sh- things they were a part of. And there was all these yeah. like one and a half hour things yeah. and such. They like had, they, it was, like, it was like they pulled in IMDb content or some weird thing. But then but you it could wasn't. watch all the crime. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that could be Patreon is where we go through true. each of those things. Because those were like an hour and a half, some of those right. two hours. Uh, Give little, us some. And they look like pre come. <laughs> well, they were like 2003 yes, and yeah, five, yeah. so like some before of them were, the show, yeah, yeah. you know. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, let us know if uh, we kind of mentioned this. I think the last episode of the episode before, but like we had like thrown around, oh, maybe we could do this kind of show for Ghost Adventures or another show that's kind of like pseudo sciencey stuff that we could pick apart a little bit and have fun with. But uh, if you guys, we, we got we've got a nice little chunk of people giving us feedback, which is super nice. Like we can't. I'm yeah. extremely flattered by that, which is great. So, um, and everyone's like super nice. <laughs> so yeah. we've literally yeah, only that, had like, super, like one, one dickhead who was on an ad that we were pain. running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was just bummed out. He's like, shut the fuck up. I love everything <laughs> yeah. on this show. Go I poke holes in something yeah. else. Um, who's probably still listening. Yeah. He probably um, has a perforated colon. Right. And that's what he <laughs> wants to poke holes in. <laughs> um, but, Very dangerous uh, disease. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, we were to start a Patreon. Let us know, A, would you pay us anything? <laughs> <laughs> what like, would you like for that extra? Right. And then and know, what five, would you... What is it, five bucks a month or You something? can do minimum $1 if you want. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Um, I know Action Boys like, just makes it five bucks or whatever, yeah. too, or, or Doughboys, whatever. But, um, but yeah, if there was Patreon content, like extra content this, what would you guys want as the extra content? You know, So we'd, I'd be interested to see what uh, yeah. our community says. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we pretty weird at this point, like yeah. to go to a bar and, Hey, our community's invited <laughs> and see what kind of people, even are though there's a lot of people from like Pennsylvania yes. I think, that were a lot of looking in, uh, yep. into this. So, yep. although our top country, which only started like a month or so ago is Los Angeles, which we were sure. Sh- top it was, country. It was, sorry. <laughs> um, Hey, if Trump has his way, you know, um, but no, the top city listeners is Los Angeles, like by far at this point. Right. So, which when we first started, the first three months or so was like yeah. small town, small town, small town, small town, and then it kind of like the bigger town popped up. up. Yeah. But yeah, um, Anyways, yeah. yeah. Let us know uh, again. Keep those really nice uh, five star ratings and reviews coming. We'll read some of those at the end of the show that we got this week. Yeah. If they aren't nice, we'll still read them exactly. As long Just as they're five give stars, us the five stars. I drink it five times yeah. a day, <laughs> and give us five stars like some smart people have been doing on our Facebook page because that actually bumps us up there too. Yeah. On iTunes especially or on SoundCloud, feel free to like and share and whatever too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, we'll dive right into uh, 
aliens and temples of gold here. So, of course, we start off with the famous, infamous El Dorado, okay. the city of gold. El now, Dorado. I heard they have over 100,000 pesos right. in this town. <laughs> right. And they'll pay you to go down yeah. and put on show. Yep. And this town That's is, uh, well, El Dorado is Spanish for Santa Poco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The good land. The small saint, I yeah. think, is what it means. Poco. <laughs> like Poco means yeah, small, small or saint. something, like yeah. cute and small. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> hey, the Poco. women and those tres amigos. Oh, yeah. I did love those women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, would... my favorite was the the one that talked that had the least part, yeah. but was Ned's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. At the end with she the kind of like, Yeah. She kind of looked like jugs. an Italian broad or something. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Yo, maybe Italian yeah. or mixed with something. <laughs> uh, no, Italians aren't real white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Silicon Valley for you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I would kiss her on the veranda for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lips are fine. Um, <laughs> so El Dorado uh, was a an Inca-adjacent um, place. Uh, it was the Muisca people. Uh, they, they, they say on the episode... Uh, yeah, weren't quite as advanced as the Inca, but still had a. And they all they're showing is pictures of them like murdering people, like, like clubbing people <laughs> yeah, and stuff, and looking frowned insane. upon. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So they um, they lived in the area of Lake Guadavita um, in a Guadavita. So they so and and to this day, people think like modern uh, explorers searching for El Dorado think that Lake Guadavita is the key and that it's like full of a fuck ton of gold. Right. Um, it was also where um, his name was uh, Zix or something like that. He was the leader of um, the, the Muisca people. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, they uh, this uh, British explorer named Noel, he, he went and witnessed, um, or I'm sorry, the Spanish witnessed this group of people like dousing uh, their leader with a bunch of gold dust and stuff. And going into that lake, well, so the dull, the gold dust washed off, and then they they literally like sacrificed pieces of gold mm-hmm. by throwing it into the lake, so that because they thought their god was in the lake, right? Um, and it was the sun god and all that stuff. So yeah, and the um, gold was its sweat baby, right? Sweat and so baby, wet baby. <laughs> but to this day, like none of that gold has been found, and I'm like, right. how? It's only been a few hundred years. Like it's either been stolen, or why can't you scan the or lake, dredge or, the lake, yeah. right? Or Get a fucking uh, James Cameron style little submarine camera yeah. and just fucking go in there for a couple days and yeah. see what's in there. You know? Now, uh, in 1943, Whiskey Pete went down there with right. a whole horde of donkeys. Yep. Never to be seen again. Exactly. I think he got it. Yep. Got my gold down there. <laughs> I'm going to go open up a casino on the state line of Vegas or Nevada. (laughs) Vegas and Nevada, yep. Of California. Of California, Nevada. And I'm going to crush it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did watch a man slip on ice two times in a row out front of that establishment. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, very comedically, like, Mm. ate shit on black ice. Oh, and then got back up, <laughs> mm. and then fell right again on his ass, and oh. I kept on walking, oh laughing <laughs> in my head. I did not right. inappropriately laugh right. like some people we know at uh, you know the misfortune of others. Right. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend that I worked with that went to Vegas with, and saw him t- get. Uh, he blew all his money at Whiskey Pete's. The le- the money he had left, he was up like a thousand bucks. Lost it within like ten minutes. Aye, aye, aye. and then went to the payphone there and got. Not one, Wired. but two cash advances on his credit card. 
for about a thousand bucks, and that's each. like forty percent interest or something <laughs> and, stupid, and lost them within an hour. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> and then we left, and that was it. So literally, like he'd only lost like a thousand bucks on the whole trip, and then he lost three thousand dollars the last hour at state line. Yeah, and that's when I was like, and did he lose a thousand, or was he up a thousand and just lost his profits? Uh, no, he was already down a thousand oh, when we okay. left sorry, from sorry, where he started sorry, from yeah. and lost another. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, back to uh, back. yeah. <laughs> um, so they kind of jump back to, um, Zitchin, who was the author of the, all, he was the first guy to translate the cuneiform text yeah. from the Sumerians. And he's the one that like fleshed out the story of the Anunnaki, you know, the Sumerian gods, or aliens from a planet within our solar system, apparently, mm-hmm. um, who t- saw like er- early hominids. They needed a slave race to mine gold for their fuel and atmosphere. We've talked about this. I don't know how many fucking times on the show so far, but in case it's your first time, um, that's the gist of it. He has he wrote he was a sci-fi author, so he very likely he's being criticized a lot um, because he very likely translated it to fit his own needs, kind of, or right, right, right. or just said. Hey, this is what the, te- the text all said. Wouldn't this be sick if this right. happened? Because <laughs> he wrote a series of like 10 books or something that were right, all very right. popular. And they were all fiction. So, And yet... And I, um, I'm a, more of a fan of fiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a big uh, meaty shin. <laughs> Hashtag fiction on Instagram. Yeah, Check it yeah. out. Um, but, uh, but like that's something to be aware of, too, as you're watching the show, is that any time the Anunnaki are mentioned in this right. gold thing and the fuel, you know, for their atmosphere and their ships and stuff. Yeah. Be aware that the source they are all going from, they're all obsessed with this guy because mm-hmm. he fits their narrative. And he yeah. was like one of the star, like the he and he and Von Daniken were around the same time in the seventies. Is this guy still alive? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Cause I think when George Norrie's talking about, it, he's like, now Zitchin was a guy that done it. So I think right. they I was going to say the way they, I would imagine right. he would have been on this if exactly, he was alive, but right. just for everyone out right. there, you know, but. in memoriam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Zitchin was bitching. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was, Itching for a bitching, <laughs> witching. Oh yeah, and um, I'll be fitting my dick in. Stupid. His sandwich in. <laughs> Butter mouth, witch in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both Hi, them. welcome to Anunnaki sandwich in. <laughs> Beautiful buttered sandwiches, right. <laughs> fried up just for you. Right. <laughs> we t- we took old world bread with new world meat <laughs> and created a hybrid that's pure gold. Yeah. Is that rotted bread then? <laughs> yeah, it's just moldy bread. Yeah, this is uh, old world. Yeah, meat. just roach bread. Yeah. Um. So yeah, again, like he's the one that really started the aliens need gold for fuel slash atmosphere thing, which is a tent and their ships too. Or no, or is he just fuel? Because they talk about how gold can plate your spaceships and y- yes, exactly. Whatever. I don't yeah. know if he said that, but I'm assuming because right, then they something. talk about gold ad yeah, nauseum yeah. in a second. But um, but. That remember that they use him as a source, and he is a suspect source. Right, right, right. So, who wrote a f- who wrote a fictional books based on what he said was a factual uh, translation yeah. of text. So, and if you've ever taken a philosophy class, especially with an emphasis in logic, mm-hmm. that's just when anything that's flawed like that, then it just kind of goes out right. the door. Like, it's kind of a bad seed, right? And yeah. anything that grows from that's going to be kind of fucked yeah, up. Just, so. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of issues there. Right. Um, they go into like gold's properties, which I think they did in season one too, quite a bit when yeah. they were talking about the original yeah. gold, time they were talking about Anunnaki. Gold's and stuff. property investments have really done well for oh, yeah. in this market. Yep. I mean, it's just really turned around here hey, in Southern California. But it's got to watch out for Bitcoin. You know, it's yeah. on the rise. Yeah, ether. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, 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 it's property investments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Has little, two hotels. Right, a little bag of coins is just like next to a real estate agent that he's yeah. talking to. Yeah. <laughs> how can All I right, put you well, in this house today? Mr. Saki, I mean, you own yeah. this property. How do you feel? It's uh, just I feel very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what the real estate agent hears yeah, yeah. before blowing her brains yeah. out with a shotgun. <laughs> or his. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, the future is female, right? Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> um, anyway, we get our first Childress chime in here. So this is a, b- a big one, too. Uh, gold is a very rare and very valuable element around the universe. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Not, not globe. Right. Not solar system. Right. <laughs> not galaxy. Right. But the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so he's aware that all life in the universe, of which we're not aware of yet, thinks that gold is valuable. <laughs> yeah. It has the equal weight <laughs> right. and valuation right. of a mineral. Right. Um and which is just which like I love that he knows that. It's yeah. so great. There are cuz because you can say like mathematically there's probably a very good chance that there is a planet made almost entirely of gold yeah. or something, right? So with the right conditions and it would be right. not valuable at all on that yeah. planet assuming there was life on that planet too. Right. Um very and so, hot sick planet. Right. So and then he he uh he's on location again in this little part and um are you wallowing your own fart over there? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, maybe it's your fart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's on location, uh, I think, in, what is it, Paititi or whatever that we'll talk about later. But he's just kind of, like, sitting on a chair amongst the jungle background. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what if he's just in a park somewhere? Right, exactly. And they just crop the shot really. Yeah. T- he's at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Waiting in line for Jurassic Park. Right. Exactly. Now, yeah. Literally, that's now, the area it looks like. Now, in my opinion, <laughs> this is the best ride. Right. <laughs> This ride is worth the yeah. wait. It's now weighed the, in gold. This is where the Brachiosaurus <laughs> yeah. is going to pop up and you might get wet. And then the spitters are going to come out around the side with the big T-Rex for a big drop. <laughs> David, yeah. why are you yelling so loud? We're in the middle of a line. <laughs> because you're a piece yeah. of shit and your hair's going to get fucked. You're... Stealing my thunder <laughs> on the show. Kind of. Long wait. Uh, in my mind, you're an asshole. <laughs> Actually, I would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> going down a whole line. Yeah, there. sorry. sorry. Uh, he then continues and he goes, Now, the Gongistadors became obsessed with finding this mysterious city of gold yeah. in the jungles of Peru somewhere called... Pintini. This ultimately led to the exploration of the Amazon jungles. Yeah. And so, which that was an interesting fact, actually, where it's like the search for El Dorado is yeah. what kicked off the actual mapping out Diving of the Amazon, in, yeah. which is a massive fucking jungle in South America. So, yeah. um, I love Gonky Gong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seedy yeah. and the gong. Gongistadors and all that stuff. The gong Chongle. Yeah. We, we know somebody that has thrown out. Uh, coined or, sometimes yeah. in our private lives, and so we're we need to figure out where exactly he's from. Oh, and I know where, where. he. Oh, it's, you do. It's the Midwest. It is. Okay. Yeah. North Midwest. Got it. Okay. Um, which is interesting because it's not. I don't know. It's yeah. It's, I don't know. It's yeah, still yeah. such a weird amalgam, but because yeah. the rest of his voice is not like right, right. At But all. again, I mean, you know, everyone has different extremes and all that. But at exactly, least to yeah. get a little nugget of like, okay, right, narrowing it down. Right, we're doing our research. We're investigating. We're keeping our eyes and ears open. Yeah, to hear where the fuck he's from. Exactly. So, 
Um, we can probably look it up too. So. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> There's no way of ever knowing. Yeah. Um, so this city there was that they were searching for was El Dorado to the Spanish, but called Coricancha to the local the the uh, Muisca. So it's still unfound to this day. Um, they go in this little like subsection of some dude that has like a um, I don't really mention him because he's on for like a minute, but. It, like, goes into his, like, his life's fucking work is finding the fucking city of El Dorado. Right. And he's gone on 15 expeditions for it's it. He's kind of the skinny, gonky-looking yes. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he had, like, an Armenian name or something yeah. like that. But, um, and uh, and he just had, like, a Boston, New York accent, too. Right, and he's right. like, and that's why uh, I made it my life's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going down there like, finding okay. a fucking gold, man. Then I go right. to the shore. Right. Then everything's going to be great. It's oh, going to yeah. be fucking tits down to the oh, nines, yeah. bro. GTL, bitch. Fuck. <laughs> Just going to be soaking in that salty mess, and I'm oh, not yeah. talking about the ocean either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the lows we're going to be dropping, y'all. Uh, yours or yours? Other people's. Other people's. Yeah. Come on. We're going to yeah. throw the sick parties. Oh, yeah, man. Let me jerking Just, off yeah, everybody. In making there. <laughs> it rain up in this bitch. Going to have a goddamn rainforest in and here. It's just, it's just a gay Bukaki scene yeah, shooting yeah. with himself as the yeah. Bukakette. Yeah. He, <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. The, oh, the Bukakech is here. <laughs> well, modern-day Anunnaki are believed to be known as the Masa Bukakis. <laughs> anal Bukakis. Masa Bukakis? Yeah. Or Anal Bukakis. Uh, there we are go. The, yeah. <laughs> anal Bukakis there it is. are a tribe <laughs> that love gold. They're just covered in, like, corn meat, Mexican yeah. cornmeal stuff. Well, and loads. Yeah. Masa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and the Muisca thought that, um, gold was the sweat of the sun and the sun again being their greatest deity, like many cultures, it was extremely, extremely valuable to them and sacred to them too. Yeah. Um, so we get our first suk alert here and he goes, Cori was famous for its gigantic golden disc and, and the gigantic disc was a symbol for a golden disc that allegedly landed from the sky in front of the Inca ruler, Atahuapa. And he had direct contact with the sky gods. Yeah. So, and he was like, hey, you seen the, the set of Anatuhapas on oh, that yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> uh, so that sun, like when you think of when most people think of El Dorado, you think of like cartoons and movies like. About El Dorado, and that giant sun uh, is what they're talking about. Um, yeah. That it's it's like this giant symbol that's everywhere. I remember the Ducktales episode where they went to El Dorado. That yeah. sun's like symbol was on every, every wall, yeah, every yeah. tower, and then the whole place started melting into lava and stuff. Right, right. It was in the intro, I think. Um, but uh, oh yeah. Um, so in 1533, the Spanish overtook Cusco, what, what is now known as Cusco, but was was known to the locals as Coricancha, uh, to ransack all the fucking gold. But apparently, the priests had gotten word of this ransack. Uh, the gold had been moved 20 miles away to Lake Purai. Yep. Um, and apparently, if valued today, is there is a guy. I didn't write him down this time. He was on for just a couple. Like He's on the rest of the series, hit or miss, but he's not an interesting guy. Right. He just kind of talks slow like this. Like He's kind of, he's kind of like a lurchy, creepy guy. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But... Um, I mean, well, well, if it behooves us, we'll long legged introduce man. yeah someone else into our pantheon here. But uh, as if <laughs> our panties on, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, yeah, it's worth billions of dollars, right? right. Um, of in all today's the gold dollars in the lake, and 
uh, the locals, very colorfully dressed, um, classic like Peruvian folk with like the little like the mini cowboy hats and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the molars. Yeah, they they say that to this day um, there is a vortex that opens up into the center of in the center of the lake. Sometimes a metal craft sinks into it, mm-hmm. and then a, a little bit a little bit later comes out again of the, of the, yeah, and, yeah. and flies away. So. Um, that's pretty much it for El Dorado. It wasn't, it was a less interesting than I yeah, thought it yeah. would be. Um, cause they don't show pictures and I know it's not, they haven't found it, but or it's just elderly, like elderly, like old remnants of elderly Rado. <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome to El Dorado. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where Rod's going to be oh, yeah. rocking hard. You like my elderly Rado boy. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You want to find the city of gold? Right. You got to go through the bounty of cream. Just cause it's old doesn't mean it's rusty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You know, gold can't rest. Yeah. It just turns a little green. Gold is indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we move on to Tokyo-san, um, where a Professor Nagaoka, I think it was somewhere in the 80s, um, produ- he's only on here because he was the first guy to produce gold from mercury. Um, he, he It was a very intense experiment with, like, the mercury coated in a bunch of shit, right. um, had basically a, not a... I guess it was kind of a makeshift nuclear reactor. He was applying, like, an insane amount of electrical energy. And so that's that it's different like, from the guy at UCI, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy was just in some pictures right, and stuff. Right. They were introducing the concept that you people can. in the modern world are still trying to do alchemy, which yeah, is turning yeah. turning baser metals into gold. So, yeah. Which, has anyone ever seen Holy Mountain? It is one of oh, the most oh, fucked up, weird... Spanish movie, right? Nope, nope, nope. Super weird movie. Oh. Uh, John Lennon and his wife Yoko produced it. Oh. And it's like some words and stuff, but there's like a whole tower of alchemists. Right, like, right, right. And someone's just shitting and they turn yes. the shit into fucking gold and right, stuff. Right, it's right, like, right, right. That movie scarred me. I watched that once. Ugh. And it was just one of those like, we, we, you know, Joey and myself are pretty aware and can absorb things pretty quick but that movie was like just so off the rails i was like hyper aware right that i just soaked in everything once i was like i do not need to see this again (laughs) but yeah i was thinking that anytime i hear alchemist ever since then which was like 10 plus years ago yeah it just that all that stuff flashes in my mind i was like god it's so disgusting uh it is a mexican film it's a mexican (laughs) surrealist fantasy film but isn't it produced by yoko and what's his face Holy Mountain. Let's see here. It's like a high art film. Yeah. yeah, uh, And the acclaim for both John Lennon and George Harrison. uh, Lennon and Yoko Ono put up production money. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It looks pretty creepy. It's disgusting. There's a guy in like a round hat. It's there's like it's super high art and it's like two hours and it's like these vignettes. But then they all tie together and stuff. It's, It's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, go watch that. Yeah, go check it out. <laughs> Creep yourself out. So, yeah, um, just talking about how people today are still trying to basically do what they were doing back in, like, the, I mean, even medieval times and stuff, but, like, the uh, the Renaissance period especially, there was a lot of alchemy shit in, Victorian, like, early Victorian era. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Sir Isaac Newton even apparently yeah. was, like, trying to be, you know, to, to figure it to out. To where it got banned by the church. Right. Um, because, yeah, so they were trying to, to create the Philosopher's Stone, which is, if you've seen... Uh, Harry Potter or Red Harry Potter, the British name of the first book is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, not the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. Because in the movie, it is the, the Philosopher's Stone that, that Nicholas Flamel was an alchemist wizard right. who could turn shit into gold. So uh, And gave him, like, preternaturally long life or something, too. So, um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, or, 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 no, I'm sorry. I am totally wrong. My fiance is screaming right now. 
uh, it was it made an elixir of life, which is why Voldemort was looking for it, so he could wow. like gain gain new life from it or whatever too. So anyway, and that's where Chewbacca then saves the day. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Harrison Ford didn't want to shoot that scene, but yeah. the guy, the original Chewie's in there, which is nice, right? And uh, one of the Ewoks. Yeah. Um, and then Barf comes in, yeah, and eating pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, pizza the <laughs> eating hut. pizza the hut. Yeah, um, but yeah, they uh, cut to UCI, University of California at Irvine, which is not no, too far. From not this of year. Chinese immigrants, right. <laughs> as it's really known. Um, but yeah, very very scientific school. Uh, partly famous a lot for of meds, actually. Too. Yes, doctors. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, UCI Medical School is a big school. Yeah. Also uh, famous for being the set for many of the original Planet of the Apes movie mm-hmm. scenes was shot on the campus there when Orange County wasn't built up very much. Right. So. Um, but yeah, so they show this guy, another lurchy kind of scientist guy, who is turning mercury for, uh, uh, for turning mercury. By removing an isotope or some shit, and then after a day, yeah. it becomes a piece of gold worth three-tenths of a penny. <laughs> and so it's a very inefficient process even today to turn yeah. something baser into well, gold. We charge $200 an hour <laughs> for the lab. So the return isn't very good. He's and he's like, just like... He's like, uh, so over. you're pretty deep in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> right, right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And he was sweating very heavily and yeah. stuff. And yeah, kind of sad to look at. Actually. Yeah, yeah. But, I think he was nervous. Yeah. Um, we get uh, the return of Robert Bavall. So he was in season one. I don't think he was in any of season two. But he was like their reticent Egyptologist. And he is for many seasons after this until our buddy, Rami Romani. Um, but uh, is it, this isn't Pendant Boy, is it? No, no, no. That yeah. is Richard Henry. Who we'll get to in a little bit, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, Richard uh, Robert Bavall comes on. He's the bald guy Egyptologist, um, and he just comes on and says like that Egypt basically had the most gold in the ancient world. Um, and uh, what? What's happening? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. You're fine. Um, and uh, so why, were they wondering why was it divine? Why did they collect so much? Um, we get a children's chime in here, and he goes, uh, "Christopher Dunn has suggested that the Giza pyramid is some kind of giant." machine and that some kind of chemical reaction was created inside the pyramid so it is possible that the pyramid was turning other elements into gold <laughs> so yeah, like it's totally possible right and so then it cuts to christopher dunn who we mentioned i think a couple episodes ago i couldn't yeah, remember yeah, yeah, his yeah. name he was heavy in the first season he was the stone tools guy um and his book is called the giza power plant because his whole theory is that um, the the Great Pyramid at Giza was not built as a tomb. It just doesn't look when you look at the the schematics for it. It just doesn't look yeah. like the other pyramids, which were clearly tombs. It has a perfect arrow pointing up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what the fuck is yeah. that? Gold comes out here. Yeah. Um, but uh, he comes he on. He goes in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he comes on and he's like, now when you're looking into the blueprints and internal arrangements, the appearance to me uh, does not resemble a tomb or anything a tomb would be used yeah. for. Um, he has this like weird Maine Bostonish like very New England yeah. accent kind of thing, um, but uh, he he came on like that first season was like obsessed with like how to make the drill bits they must have had to use for these Cut. rocks and yeah. this and whatever. Uh, much of that has been very clearly debunked. Um, there's a billion scientific articles and journals about at least the latest evidence of how they moved the fucking stones and yeah. carved them and stuff. So um, anyway, he then goes into. How in his in his mind, uh, the precision of the building makes it more built like a machine. So perhaps 
it could function like a machine. And I'm like, that's not really – and I get it. They're taking yeah. one little cut from a probably a very long interview and a whole book about the subject. So I'm trying to be fair. But it's just like – just because it was precise, but then – they talk about a billion other fucking things in this show right. that are very precise, and they don't say they're machines either. You know, the the one um, it wasn't Teotihuacan, but it was where they they claimed that the the massive rocks are like vitrified together and melted together, right, 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 right. and they're like the precision of these cuts in the sanding. And I'm like, oh, but that's yeah. not a machine, you know? Like I don't know. So uh, again, it doesn't mean I'm saying it's completely wrong. It's just keep in mind the contradictions that are always going yeah, on just and the they're floatings. not and they're not willing did you say just the floatings yeah <laughs> the floatings back and forth of did like you go to the bathroom steve yeah, yeah. just the floatings <laughs> you know, just left a few floatings yeah. was that one or two right <laughs> just the floatings floatings uh yeah. stupid okay multiple shits eat my shit <laughs> dad don't <laughs> yeah when i go to the bathroom i call it it because it just floats stupid <laughs> 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 Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, because I say shh, and it takes care of the rest, no. or something is shit or something. Floats. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it for that segment. It's pretty much about just gold and alchemy and the importance of gold in the ancient world. And kind of implying that if we can do it with these machines, these right. modest machines, right. that then if aliens... Which are nuclear reactors. Yeah, <laughs> in a tiny place in Irvine, yeah. um, that... You know, aliens with far much more right. advanced technology, technology, right. or a stone uh, building. Well, I, yeah, and then yeah. encase it in a much larger facility, right. then can make infinite amounts of gold. Sure, sure. Pepper Farm members. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> and I like when you're putting it down. I yeah. like watching that. Oh that's yeah, the, uh, that's what's the good stuff. That's man. what inspired me to write my book. Yeah, Stephen's dick and why <laughs> I love to suck it. Yeah, and <laughs> we that, just met. Yeah, have we? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll just meet me, but I've known you a long time, boy. Many years, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Got real creepy yeah. and like solid. I know you a long time, boy. A long time, boy. Um, yeah. As if we're never creepy or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, got real creepy. No. Uh, kind of scary. <laughs> come here, David. Let me uh, yeah. touch you where you're make a pee. <laughs> touch you where you're make a pee. Yeah, where you make a pee. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see some kind of boner come out of those pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some kind of stone drill yeah. in those pants there? <laughs> yeah, whatever gets you going, my friend. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind, I'm going to see oh. you my fucking dick oh. in there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, it's getting gross. Uh, <laughs> um, it is funny that like this is the first time that like one of the other dudes, the ancient astronaut guys, says like. You know, uh, Christopher Dunn has suggested, like, where I'm like, yeah. oh, and then it, like, shows Christopher Dunn right Actually afterwards. There, yeah. But again, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. He is an engineer, so he's a smart man. Um, and I do like at least, like, that's that's almost more interesting to me when it's like, oh, this engineer looks at an object that was engineered and goes, hmm, that is similar to how this thing that I know of or this kind of system is or whatever, Works too. At and, least there's yeah. some credence there at some point we should read some of these books and see yeah, just yeah. how kooky they are if if, if anything um with an, an open mind yeah. um but uh we we gallop over to oh tigers lions don't gallop i guess <laughs> we pounce we, we yeah we pounce over to pounce, the sphinx yeah. um the and big, uh thick paws i actually didn't know this that it uh, up until 1936 the sphinx other than the head was underground completely yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. so in 1936 
the Giza Plateau, they unearthed the rest of the Sphinx body after 3,000 years. That's pretty gnarly that nobody thought to do that. Or I guess maybe they thought that was all or there was to it. maybe just the tools. And, yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they probably didn't realize, oh, sand has built up over right. millennia to then just basically bury the shit, which is why right. it's all worn down because sandstorms are crazy. Yep. And sand is how they strip paint off things and exactly. all sorts. Yeah, yeah. So after, you know, thousands of years, yep. it you can strip all shit down right. and then pile up and bury things. And yeah. that's a key element into why they think that the Sphinx is much older than it is. So um, it's uh, it's still to this day uh, – that was redundant. It's to this day it is the largest and oldest monolithic statue in the world. So not monolith in general but like a statue that looks humanoid or like some right, right. living thing. Um, is that what a statue is defined by is it's mimicking a living thing? I would think so, I right? I don't know. Because if someone says a statue as opposed to an obelisk or a monolith or whatever, well, it's always a living thing. Well, obelisks are shapes. Yeah. Like, that's a specific type of statue right, right. Or, or structure. But, I, but like, I, does anyone call an obelisk a statue or do they call it, no, like, a stone but, carving? Or, you but know. obelisks can be multi-stone. So I think statues are, like, a single piece Maybe. representing something else. The sad part is there's no way to verify this information. So we <laughs> yeah, can't, we we'll, we'll never be able to look that Master up, so. databases that we can go harness right. into. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so if you don't know the Sphinx, and I can't, it, it's shocking that you're listening to the show if you didn't know what the Sphinx was, yeah. but um, it is uh, kind of a laying in a laying position um, like a cat. It is the body yeah. of a lion and the head of an Egyptian man yeah. um, with the classic... Our our view of Egyptian people c- comes largely from the Sphinx. Right, right, right. And it <laughs> oh, don't I stinks. Come largely from the Sphinx. Yeah, I Rolling come where on it that stinks. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, arche- like mainstream archaeologists yeah. uh, claim it's from 2500 BC, but others claim it's much older. Even. Indeed. Um, Robert uh, Robert Balval is one of those guys, and he says, you know, uh, uh, the date has been challenged uh, by. Many people, including myself, uh, because <laughs> the erosion patterns on there are much older than only 2500 BC. So, um, which to me, that's one of those things where I'm like, that could make sense. You know, it could be way older. I don't know. I don't know what an erosion pattern would look like. Well, so that. like um, in another episode, um, or sorry, when I was reading about all that Graham Hancock stuff and talking about it a few episodes ago, um, Geology Jesus, uh, Robert Schock, is like the leading guy who is a geologist that says, this level of erosion uh, can only happen over extra thousands of years, uh, especially with the conditions there or whatever, too. Because he's measuring it against other erosion patterns right in the same area. So Yeah, I'm know. just thinking there's not a lot to measure against right. in that area. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. like all desert. So there's no other yeah. stones. No, there's. it's right in the Giza Plateau, so there's a lot of other stones. So like the way like that the... stones or just other buildings? Like the way that the pyramids eroded But those um, are all buildings that would be similar True. age. You know. Right, right. So he's they're saying it's older than all the other built features there. So um not saying he's right, but uh, but then and then they then they jump a little bit and they go into the Graham Hancock stuff. So um which is for those that don't know what I'm mentioning, Graham Hancock is on this show quite a bit. Um looks a bit like Richard Dawkins, uh British guy, soft spoken guy, but he's very adamant that um though there's not really it's not that it was ancient aliens that brought all this info and technology it was an advanced pre-civilization of humans. So uh, the Atlantis myth, all this stuff that happened, um, like basically that old race of, of pre-fucking um, uh, modern, pre-modern man humans, like I'm totally losing it tonight. Prehistoric. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they all, all those cultures died out after yeah. the ice caps were melting and all their cities right. got and flooded all and all that stuff. And so they were like desperately 
giving a bunch of technology away to people that lived more inland that weren't as advanced as them. Right, so right, right. Um, that's his whole deal. It comes down to largely the same thing. that Someone more advanced gave technology yep. or math or, or ideas Whatever. that they wouldn't have yep. thought of themselves. So um, Jason Martell, the slick back kid, comes on for the first time in a fairly non – again, not that he's trying to be, <laughs> not being slanderous here, but like – he always talks about skin color and things yeah. like that that always sound a little problematic. I know he's not trying to, but um, but anyway, he comes on and talks about how like ancient Sumerians and Egyptians depict hybrid gods. So like the Anunnaki and <laughs> the Egyptian <laughs> gods, all not all of them, but right. a lot of them have animal heads, like Horus and Anubis, the head of a jackal for yeah. Anubis, Horus is the head of a hawk. Um, there's obviously Osiris and all that stuff who are humanoid-looking gods as well. But he then says. Uh, logically, we start when we look at those gods. Logically, we start to realize that they made us in their image. So, at least for that statement, it's very weird when they're showing twenty pictures in a montage of animal-headed gods like yep. the Sphinx or, or figures for like being the Sphinx. literal right. interpretations because that's all those people right. could do back then. How are we as humans with human heads in their image? It's just a, it was just a weird right, statement right. to choose in this spot of the show because uh, they're literally only showing hybrid people animals right, <laughs> and right. saying, oh, clearly they made us in their image. I'm like, yeah. I guess our hands and feet on some and then our heads on others, but lion body? I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, anyway, they go into Anunnaki shit for the thousandth time, uh, explaining the origins of, you know, again, like we said at the top of the show, we don't need to go into that again. So um, they then ask the question, so was the Sphinx an Anunnaki symbol? Oh, wait, sorry. So was the Sphinx an Anunnaki symbol and then stored their gold there? Like, it was like, right. what, like, and did they store their gold under the Sphinx? So, like, they're, now they're saying with no evidence, was the, was the Sphinx something the Anunnaki built, who were Sumerians, a different culture than the Egyptians? Uh, did they build it and then store all their information on gold there? Um, right. Because, like, and we'll get into a second, but, like, there is apparently a hall of records under the Sphinx's paw that was put there by the Anunnaki or some say Atlanteans who were like, yeah. who were advanced or, or they were, or even in this episode, they throw in, I forgot to write it down, but I remember they throw in that they, that aliens lived among the Atlanteans and the right. aliens that were living among the Atlanteans were the ones that put all their shit on gold records. Right. And, uh, Hey, we're going Dumped gold, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sell out Madison square garden. Um, but, uh, you know, but but it's also akin to like Carl Sagan making the gold record that it was an excellent conductive element to yeah. store information on. So it's totally fine. But uh, and I think that's where they're like reverse engineering this kind of shit from. Yeah. If and we do it now, then they must have done it then. Isn't you know? platinum better than gold for yes. a lot of this stuff as well? Well, in terms of like the success of your band yeah. and the overall, yeah. your, I mean, it's, it's bigger sales numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's by album. Exactly. Full right. albums, right. not just songs. Right. Um, yeah, because I think songs are Go some... platinum as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and it's rare. But going platinum anymore is rare because people, there's not bands yeah. like there used to be that just take the world by storm and, well, and there's just, just singles. Songs, you know? you know, and downloads are just killing everything. Right. So they don't even have to buy the goddamn music. Right. Uh, LimeWire, Napster, yeah. Yeah. of course, you yeah. know. Um, they, you know, Saturday afternoons, they call me the Napster because <laughs> I like to sneak in a little shut-eye. I, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I go fuck kids that are napping. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it does put me to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. No one says I just lay down in my bed to yeah. fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, I have to get to sleep, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And I can't sleep no. with a ball full of cum. Yeah. <laughs> a ball full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my singular ball. Right. <laughs> Not that I even had right. two. I just have one. My large. old Lance Armstrong yeah. down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's his ball bouncing. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Um, uh, we get our first, not our first appearance of Coppins, but our first real Coppins call. And he makes a big leap here and he goes, Now the real question is, is there something under there that defies science? Even something of an extraterrestrial nature? Which he's talking about the Sphinx paw. And it's like, yeah. it could just be a chamber for another tomb, or it could just be, I mean, Why don't like, we go look? Like, right. There's, I'm like, and, and literally. Wake up, people! <laughs> just look under the fucking foot! <laughs> Use a medical detector. <laughs> my okay. grandpa has five of them in his garage. Yeah. He used to scan my head with them every fucking day and say, why are you retarded? <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. Grandpa's dead. Okay. I beat him with one of his medical detectors. Yeah. I hit him medical- right in the goddamn throat. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> Watch uh, the fucker bleed right. out. <laughs> that he wasn't be- going to wake up, people. It's <laughs> kind of funny because a medical detector does sound like something that could test retardation. <laughs> uh, let me use my medical detector. <laughs> yep, your kids are retarded. Yeah, yeah not a stethoscope, yeah. not a yeah. radiation. Yeah, let me use this uh, yeah. medical detector. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, his ass tastes like yeah. shit. He's retarded. Oh. You don't, taste, spend, you don't taste too healthy to me, friend. Right. <laughs> but you do taste pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, so it's it's just funny that Coppins is literally jumping to the most extreme example of what could be there. Yeah, there yeah. could be a chocolate river under there. Yeah. Willy Wonka style, baby. And I would say yes. <laughs> if you had to say if it was mud or chocolate. Right. We know mud is just sitting in a pool. It never flows. We all know that. So, it, yes, it had to be chocolate. <laughs> we know that mud doesn't taste good unless you're five years old. Yeah. You could get worms right. from that. And I did. <laughs> um, now they live in a colony in this yeah. area. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's just like, again, one of those things like, why doesn't he say, like, I wonder what's under there? It's like, no, could this be something of an extraterrestrial nature? Right. And I'm like, why yeah, do you think could, that? Just I mean, because, it could be. Right. It could be. And like, but, but again, it's like because you've heard stories from maybe irreputable sources about aliens living with Atlanteans, which is right. like that's the first time they've like comboed them up, at least on the, on the series. Because like, I don't remember them saying that very much later because it's so much on top of so much else. Like yeah. Atlantis is a whole pseudo-archaeology thing that you could have an entire course on like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like it's just there's the so study, much to yeah. go into there but yeah. and childress is obsessed with atlantis oh, most yeah. of his books are on atlantis he too, so. really wants to go swimming oh yeah um but uh ba, 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 ba. Uh, but yeah the the hall of records that i mentioned before under the swing spot this is a huge huge like conspiracy theory and ancient astronaut theorists like tentpole thing mm-hmm. um so you'll you can find a billion fucking websites and whatever about it and again why is it so fucking difficult to just scan it and look or dig down there? Like, I don't understand. Because, like, Robert Ball was like, yes, they have a, a billion tunnels down there, and they don't go anywhere. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, well, why don't you sense. fucking go under there? Like, I don't, and, and maybe I'm being an asshole, and I know you can't just go down there willy-nilly. Yeah. Maybe, Ramey, Romany, if you write yeah. in and tell us what the laws are like out there. You're exploring those tombs all the yeah. time. And uh, he's actually, it's, what's funny is, even just the way he looks, he is the most indiana jones guy right, right. out of all these day. guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh 
Anyway, so again, they don't give an explanation as to why they can't. Because I would, I would love if they just said there, there's currently no thing scheduled, but that's because Egyptian laws prevent it or right, some right, fucking right. thing. Like I don't know, you know. But um, anyway, uh, we get our first appearance of kind of a guy that like I think of as when Stephen. I think we said it before. It's like a porn doctor, like. When we say a porn doctor, it's like someone that's a doctor, but they have like kind of like curly hair and a must. They look like a doctor that would be cast in a porno movie. Yeah, not a, not a real doctor. <laughs> oh, that's what a porn is. A, oh, it's a porno movie. Right. Uh, and their their shirts usually aren't all the way buttoned right. up. They're exactly, kind of yeah. open. Right. A little too tan, right. but like for sure fake tan. Yep. A little too much jewelry. Yep. Uh, definitely uh, like. Always Odd curls. hair. Always cur- yeah, 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 yeah. Very ancient uh, aliens guy hair. Yeah, um, yeah, gelled up. And so. I think we coined that when we were watching that documentary Fathead a long time ago. Yeah, and exactly. it was that it was yeah. a documentary. It was really good in reaction to Supersize Me. Right. Where the guy was saying Supersize Me is a load of bullshit, the, the Morgan Spurlock thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and everything in that whole documentary was so, like, good and sounded airtight until he goes to a doctor and that was you're like god damn it like yeah. why couldn't he just be a normal doctor like, he right, does have right, a, right. he does have a normal doctor yeah. but they interview another doctor who's all about like a nutritionist yeah. bleach and like bleach blonde and hair <laughs> bleach blonde hair longish he he literally looks like a porn star that i can't yeah. remember his name just, i don't but yeah you know. just generic like i'm a peter eight, north guy so eight, i don't really yeah. like to Throwing you know. ropes here yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah like a 80s 90s oh, yeah porn doctor right and like, the documentary was shot in like 2007 or 8 or yeah something. he looks like he's <laughs> dipped his fingers three knuckles deep right. in a thousand different women oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, um, and was paid to do it yeah driving an 80s porsche everything 80s yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. so anyway yeah, some weird pinky ring or right. something <laughs> um but yeah richard henry is like kind of has that kind of hair he's great got gray hair yeah he's very he's like an old he, he kind of reminds me if Jason Martell, the slick back kid. It's like it's the old, older yeah, version like of it, like an older alternate uncle, version. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because he kind of has a stilted way of talking, and everything so, is a fucking Stargate. Yeah, like, yeah. everything holds a Stargate, like, yeah. to, in, in his mind. Yeah. So, and he, he has, like, a, a bejeweled, like, Egyptian necklace. It's like a hawk or something, yeah. or a scarab Eagle, with a jewel yeah. in it. And it's got beads. Anytime you're wearing bead necklaces, it's like, okay. It's too, like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Just get that thing under your shirt and fuck off. Again, with the open-throated collar, the long long but not long hair that's, like, very wavy or curly or something, you know. We're still working on a name for him. Yeah. Uh, So far, my roommate Matt said, oh, why does that guy have two first names? Right. (laughs) Two-name Bill, because it's William Henry. Richard Henry. Rich, no, it's two William. named Dick. It's Richard Henry. Yeah. Oh, on the, who was William? There's I don't know William, why you thought said, that. Yeah. It said William something on the fucking screen. It like, might have oh, been Bill. the African American guy no. that we've never seen before Cutting or something. Game, just, it was, oh, yeah, because I think he was like William Pitts or something like oh, that. Oh, maybe I just said. And no. I was like, it's yeah. the Pitts. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like he wears this fucking amulet, so we're thinking of something there. And hey, Dick Rick. If you guys contribute, you guys can name Richard Henry. Something around his amulet, or if you have a better name than that yeah, too. So yeah. we're we're looking for nicknames for him. So, um, but yeah, his he is known as on the little screen crawl an author slash investigative mythologist. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a tall order. Yeah, like yeah. being a mythologist, not a professor of mythology, not a like a writer of a mythology book. Yeah, not not a hero in mythology. Yeah. <laughs> that's even tougher. But like you're just a mythologist. Like so yeah. that just means. You, the massage you, therapist. You, you unofficially study mythology, which anyone that read like yeah, books about Greek of... myths in sixth grade yeah. in America were mythologists, I guess. You know, I don't but know. Um, but anyway, um, 
Yeah, he says that the whole fucking thing under the Sphinx, the Hall of Records, is a fucking Stargate, and it right. can open a wormhole. And But to be fair to him, Hollywood thought the same thing with the classic Kurt Russell movie, Stargate, which spawned a very, very cult popular series yeah. and, and then offshoot series of that series of Stargate SG-1. Yeah. And Stargate something else. My stepdad's way into those yeah, or people, was one of those series. Those are like a classic Channel 5. Oh, yeah. Channel 13. Like WGN show. thing. Yeah. And then uh, and it was the dude, uh, MacGyver, played the main, like Kurt Russell's yeah, character, yeah, yeah. I think, in it. Um, it was a cool movie. I remember loving that movie back in the day, which was probably my first, it was my probably my first exposure to ancient astronaut theory shit. And right, I didn't even right, know right. it, you know, because Stargate was all about... Uh-oh, they found out that the gods of Egypt are aliens. Actually, yeah. And that the and the pyramids are all fucking housing their ships and have machines and sh- and shit in there and there is a stargate that leads to their planet which right. looks a lot like Egypt too. So, uh, and it was cool cuz like their their heads, the animal heads were like armor that could like it was right. like Iron Man armor where it would like form around Modular, them and shit like that yeah, and yeah. yeah. Very effeminate like pharaoh dude that was like the head alien guy. And then you saw his real form and he looked like a weirder alien I guess yeah. and stuff too. Um but yeah, they shot all their all their like Divine scepters like shot lasers and shit, and it was it was pretty cool. But yeah. um, pretty cool, yeah, pretty cool movie. Um, we get Michael Denon on, who is the UCI physicist uh, yeah. once again, um, just talking about how great gold is that to hold yeah. data. Um, so um, and then again, similar to like Carl Sagan's gold record. So there is yeah. a precedent for that. Well, it was like computers, and it, it yeah, yeah, you know, transfers electricity. Oh, like yeah. before HDMI, which kind of I was thinking this whole time was like. Before HDMI cables, monster cables right. were eighty dollars because yep. they were gold, gold plated. Gold plated, yeah. And then you would get no uh, dis- disruption in right. your audio. They said it was the cleanest signal. But we have HDMI now, right? If we <laughs> got from the gold to something right. better exactly. for technology, right? Technology, right? Then how have the aliens not surpassed even an HDMI cable? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a good point. I think they still try to, or they used to still try to sell you gold and silver oh, plated yeah. HDMI oh, yeah. cables. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, well, yeah, there were the on, monster dude. HDMI cables. Right. I'm like, and our, our, this is no different than the right. ten dollar cable I can get off fucking some random right. site. And because he's like, he's he was all my mom's. He, I haven't mentioned him yet. My mom's fr- uh, family friend. He was like, for analog signals, it makes sense because there's static and things That's involved. What I'm it's clean, HDMI so, is. Yeah. He's like, so what? Are the ones and zeros clearer than the other ones and zeros right, on right, the other right. thing? You know, so. <laughs> I got a little charged up there. Um, sorry if that woke up your babies, everyone. Steve, <laughs> uh, the Napster is coming for them. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to find you. And then I'm going to sleep. I wish you changed key. <laughs> um, you got to keep it high for the... Whew. We got digital Beethoven on our hands coming up here. He's going to start having some concerts yeah. based <laughs> off themes from the show. Buy all of Steve's hits <laughs> on Ancient Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Probing Ancient Aliens on iTunes now. $3 a song or 12 for the album. Listen There's to... only three songs in the whole album, so buy them by the single if you're smart. Yeah. Listen to Pedophile Joke Sound Effect number three. <laughs> Coppins Call 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it could just be random because yeah, you have no yeah, clue. Yeah, it's never yeah, always the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then we move on to we move on to a little place <laughs> called uh, French. <laughs> a little place called French. Rennes le Chateau of France. Um, so this old lady, uh, Marie Denard. <laughs> Not my fucking, old lady. Yeah. <laughs> Not my nards. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, she <laughs> was on her deathbed in 1953. She lived in Rennes le chateau uh, She was about to reveal a big secret about the area, like the city. Yeah, yeah. And she said that the people in that village uh, were standing on more gold than they could spend. She never got to say this. She, like, wrote it down. Or, like, they don't, they don't make that clear, actually. Right, right, right. Because they say she had a stroke before she died, lost her ability to speak clearly. Somehow they found it out. So I'm assuming she just fucking wrote it down. I don't know why they didn't Something. say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a gal on here that I'll call out. I think she comes back a decent amount. Uh, something McGowan. But she just, like, I looked her up, and the book that they give her credit for on at least this <laughs> season, it's just like a a historically fiction-y romance novel. Right, like, right. She, she's searching for something and falls in love with an archaeologist or something yeah. and gets into it. She just makes it's a like story a, about the story. It's a full yeah. Da Vinci Code thing. Right, it's like right, a full right, Dan right, Brown right. style thing. So... Um, but so why she's an expert, maybe because she did research for that part or whatever, yeah. for the book or whatever, but that's fine. But, uh, she's all, she's all like positive and stoked on it. And she has like, yeah, the, yeah. Ooh, like, like the kind of like lady that like, if you were single and middle, like single post divorce and like you met her at a bar, you'd be yeah, stoked yeah. on her for like the first 20 minutes or had a date with her. Yeah. And then you just get very tired. Cause it's just like, she would talk her and energy, talk and talk yeah. in the same, yeah. The same level of energy while you're getting drunker and drunker right, right, and just right. be like, she seems nice. So I get the, get the fuck out of here. Killer, right now. Killer, yeah. killer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she goes into how um, in the fifth century uh, she talks about the sack of the Visigoths um, or the sack by the Visigoths. <laughs> um, the Visigoths were an old kind of like uh, Germanic sort of fucking tribe of right. like barbarian people um, in the fifth century. They stuck around for about 200 years. And they left a whole lot of their shit there, including a fuck ton of gold. So they they had they were known for like burying treasure chests and like all this yeah. crazy stuff. So um, in 1891, uh, a parish priest, Father Sonier, uh, was refurbishing the church uh, at Rennes le Chateau um, and found a bunch of gold underground and became very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he apparently got kind of weird after that. But uh, we get our next children's chime in here, and he goes, "This wealth that he had was part of a vast." golden treasure that was found underground in this church in a weird series of catacombs these catacombs and mm. rennes chateau were ancient before the church was built and here you have an area that had these caves that were ruled by the visigoths like mm. and that's like they edit that last part in where i'm like and it's totally not his on location voice that is happening oh yeah cuts. in the first part it cuts to like a studio recorded so it's very like it's like a weird two-second skip, and then it just goes, and here, and here you have an area that had these caves that were ruled by the Visigoths. Yeah, and there was, like, like something, what? like, kind of buried, but, like, a right. tomb or a bench yeah. coming out. Like It was weird. I'm like, what yeah. are we looking yeah. at here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tomb with a camera. Goes, no, right. come on this way. Here yeah. we go. Just some... And during this, I was imagining David Childress as a real estate agent showing you a house. Right. Because we'd be the same. Now, this is the case right. of uh, Venturgoff. <laughs> and uh, over here, the we Jerkoffs. have. A- <laughs> the, you yeah. say the Van Jerkoffs? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, oh, outside, we have some kind of uh, a pool right. that uh, is good in the summer. I, I believe it's maybe in the spring. 78 yeah, degrees. Right. It's okay. heated to. Yeah. It's really warm. <laughs> 2,000 square foot house. You can swim laps. <laughs> yeah, okay. Even in your own house. Now, we've got a. Uh, a mower faucet right. and uh, it's Kohler oh. and mowing. <laughs> a Moler <laughs> faucet. That sounds real French. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> uh, Viking grill and uh, 
iceberg snowbox. You can see the large horns on the sign of the Viking grill. (laughs) (laughs) My helicopter pilot is uh, cooking up some burgers and some kind of... (laughs) Steve just Uh, made a little motion. Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) No one can see but me. I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey Harry. Yeah. What do we call him? Like Harry the hapless helicopter pilot something or something. Like that, yeah. yeah. My assistant Harry. Yeah. Um, Baby yeah. on the assist. <laughs> he. <laughs> I can't. Um, so then we go to that full body shot of Coppins, um, where you said he looked a lot better than you thought. Yeah, because I, I hadn't seen his full splendor in a long yeah. time and like because he has kind of a big head and big hair right is that right. like the total and it's a perm. tight crop of his bust like up, yeah yeah like, really high chest right and so not that he thought he was a fat ass but just no, he was, like no, a portly shortly really dude or yeah. whatever but um sounds like a bear scene bears oh this yeah. is portly shortly yeah. <laughs> um, bear scene bears he, are back he runs the big and tall shit yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but anyway he's basically saying he's just standing there at the church at Renly chateau for this one clip with like the wind fluttering around, he's like he's just but like he's perfectly still, right? Like, he's like, not and he's moving. just yeah, he's just like perhaps there's something else in the underground areas here, and we're like, okay, yeah. thanks, like yeah. what? great job. The narrator just said that again, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, anyway, Sonia apparently started behaving kind of strange after finding the gold there, and they they start implying that like he was looking for like alchemical tools and all this shit to try to create more gold, and maybe. There was something in the hoard of gold that he found. Yeah, that like some sort of it. secret knowledge that gave right. him drove him nuts. Right, because again, now that we've established that you can put that aliens that lived in Atlantis put knowledge on gold under the Sphinx, right, uh, to record the entirety of their race and humanity or whatever. That of course, uh, Sonier must have found something like that yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and I, but it's more to me like. Maybe you just had a fucking poor priest that got super rich and started yeah, just like jack someone up. going crazy, living in like rural France and stuff right, too. Right, right. So yeah, oh, jack, I skated right past it. You know, jack someone, someone off. off. Yeah. <laughs> got a whole big load trumpet. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so of course they're like, oh, was he doing alchemy? Was he trying to make contact with the divine? Uh, did the gold he have, have he found have like otherworldly knowledge? Blah blah blah. So he apparently confided in his housekeeper. So they know that on the show, right? But then they say, but no one ever knew what the housekeeper said. But he put a uh, an inscription or a, sorry, an engraving on oh, yeah. the um, over the main door entryway of the church, and it says like this place technically is terrible. But it's a quote from the Bible about the story of Jacob's ladder, which is a ladder to heaven where humans could actually walk right. up and go to heaven. Um, and it more is like this place has, is of terrible power, like an awesome place of right, power right. or something. A power place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, Richard Henry's back again. Again, the amulet asshole or whatever you want to yeah, call him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sorry. Right. You might have just got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but he is, once again, very sure that this is a Stargate to another world or dimension. Yeah, yeah. And that it's one of the spookiest and most powerful places yeah, I've I ever been to. I thought that was childish <laughs> talking when I was like, we were right. sitting there watching. I was like, oh, wait, because then you rewound it. I was like, oh, shit, it's that yeah. ticket. Oh, yeah. And he says, the ground spooky. here is oozing with history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it looks yeah. like it's oozing from your hair product. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, what a burn. Oozing. <laughs> That was like such a fucking 80s yeah. sitcom, yeah. like yeah. I say by the mm. Belgium. Yeah, it looked like it was using your hair product. Yeah. It looked like he was... Dingbat. <laughs> Gay nerd. <laughs> it looks... Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Huh? Why don't you go fucking cut your yeah. wrist, you fucking yeah. bitch? Suck my fucking <laughs> cock, Screech. <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say he's oozing with machismo. <laughs> That's a uh, little Razor Ramon for Oh, you. there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> Coppins uh, says people have reported UFO sightings and time slips and contact with the devil. And it's a place where, for centuries, strange things are happening. Uh, so, again, it's just... I'm sure that we'll go more into these, this uh, church in yeah. future episodes, um, but uh, that's pretty much it. It's just introducing that it could have uh, held Visigoth gold. So, that's kind of the thing, like, temples of gold is like... I get it. It, it, it all works, but it, like, makes you think of actual all Eldorado-style cities made of gold or something like right. that. So... Anyway, um, our last segment here is off to Scotland. Um, to Yard, that is. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Scotland. Um, to uh, Rosslyn Chapel. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you're ever in doubt of the difference between Scottish and Irish, just do a Sean Connery impression. Yeah. He is Scottish. Um, oh, whereas, whereas Steve did a pirate like yeah. Irish. Yard. <laughs> Yard, that is. Yeah. Yard. I wear a kilt, I do. And I had a haggis once. And it's banned in the States, so I come back home. (laughs) Um, Saw those kilt shoots today, huh? Scotland back that nobody thought was was. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we go to Rosslyn Chapel in Scotland. Um, Oh, bagpipes, huh? Pipes. (laughs) Sack pipes. Um, Apparently... Rosslyn Chapel houses some of the world's greatest lost relics, the only one of which so they they're mention, just found relics, right? <laughs> the only one of which they mention is the Holy Grail. So the cup that caught Christ's blood when he was stabbed in the side with the spear of destiny. Um, yeah. So this was a tool. Uh, tool. Sorry, this was uh, the Knights Templar. It was a treasure of the Knights Templar. Supposedly they sacked. Um, uh, Solomon's fucking temple that we talked about in the last episode and yeah. brought it here. So we get our next children's chime in here and he's like, they discovered secret caverns and discovered a huge horde of artifacts at the at the time of the sacking of Solomon's <laughs> temple. The treasure there suddenly vanished. They took it to Scotland and buried it in Rosslyn Chapel. No. He's all kind of charged up weird right. and whatever on this one. But um, so he tells a little story of, yeah, like how the Templar sacked Solomon's temple in like seventh century or something and brought the Holy Grail here, which apparently the Holy Grail was also in the same chamber, the Holy of Holies in Solomon's temple that the Ark of the Covenant supposedly was too. And welcome to Tuesday guacamoles at the holiest. Right. <laughs> Chip dips and holy. candle whips. Oh my God. Um, so then Richard Henry again, I mean, an asshole. <laughs> it seems yeah. cheap to just call him an asshole, but, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, the amulet analyst? I don't know. Or yeah, the amulet anal. There, <laughs> it can't be amulet <laughs> anal. The anal amulet? But no, the <laughs> amulet analyst. Okay, amulet <laughs> analyst is better. Yeah, anal. Okay. No analyst. <laughs> but um, <laughs> butt stuff. Huh? Yeah. Um, but anyway, he comes on and says that Rosslyn uh, Chapel is a recreation of Solomon's cha- uh, temple, filled with lots of like crazy symbols and stuff like that, which they get into in just a sec. Um, possibly literally built to house the Holy Grail. So uh, it's kind of interesting, too. This chapel was built by and funded by William Sinclair, who was the Chancellor of Scotland at the time hundreds of years ago. Um, but uh, the most famous 
um, symbols and carvings in this temple in the in the chapel are the green men, and there's 110 of them, mm. uh, and they are uh, kind of lined up from east to west, and the faces of the green men get older as they go more west, so like sunsetting or whatever. Right. So um, they are also. It's also interesting that if it's like technically was built to house the Holy Grail, but but the green men are pagan deities from Scotland, from like old Scot- yeah. Scottish tribes. Well, I mean, tribes, classic you know? Catholicism was blending right. all that pagan shit exactly. into Christianity, and that's what you get Catholic Church from. Right, except that William Sinclair, I believe, was far later than that. But, but I'm saying um, there's still all those yeah, yeah. things from their past that still lived on and were right. part and you know, folded into those churches. Exactly. Um, but... Um, Oh, no, nah, you could be right. It was 1283. So the, yeah, the so. picture they showed of him looked like more like foppish Victorian, mm. but it was just a weird picture, yeah. I guess. So anyway, um, bup, bup, and he's actually called the Lord of Rosalind. Oh. So, um, or Roswell in modern day time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in non-Scottish, it's yeah. Roswell, New yeah. Mexico. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they think that the Grail... They also they mention the green men and it's almost pointless. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like uh, the just green say, men just because they're green and aliens are classically the little right, green exa- men. Right. Yeah, exactly. It seems like a weird little yeah. red herring or something they're trying to put in there, but um so they literally think the the grail might be in a, a specially singularly designed pillar called the apprentice pillar. Um some guy apparently tried to come in and hack the pillar with an yeah. axe one day. <laughs> Ran in with an axe. Right. And um and they say that the the pillar looks like a DNA strand. So they have a guy that only is on like like talking yeah, like once, yeah. and he's like, he's like, if you look at the at the strands on the, it looks like the pillar is like DNA, and that could be the Grail because it's like our beginning and our end. Yeah. You know, it's like and what it's like eternal life, like yeah. cycle of life or whatever. So, um, so they say maybe the Grail or the the pillar itself is the Grail or whatever too, as opposed to being housed right. inside it or something. Uh, Again. Can't we just scan these things? Like, can't we just fucking take some x-rays? Or I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, Sooks comes on just to say that a man named Wolfram of Eckenbach uh, says that the grail came from the stars. I looked up who Wolfram of Eckenbach, Eckenbach was, and he was a man that lived in the 12th century. <laughs> so 1,200 or 1,100 years after the grail right, in, right, in th- right. 33 AD caught the, the blood of Christ. Um how? Why is Souk taking the account of a knight poet from the 1100s saying, "Yes, the Grail came from another from the stars, and it's right, another right, planet right. or whatever"? Um, and he goes, "What did he mean by that?" And it's like, who cares? No, it's heavens above. Bro. He lived 1100 years yeah. after its supposed yeah. existence. Even like if it, it was from a poem, on the and scene. he just wrote it down. It's still right. 1100 years of verbalization, right? <laughs> like, like he might have just yeah been doing like. As was very common yeah. in the 1100s, you have fucking like middle or old English, middle English poetry, which is mostly religious stuff. So yeah. it must have been, maybe it was talking about the cup, oh. the cup from the stars or from the sky, which That's is where heaven, heaven yeah. is. Like, so anyway, it's just, it's again, lack of evidence in this episode, but at least you get to see some cool old places, you know, that might have gold in them, I guess, yeah, you know, yeah. except for El Dorado, you don't get to see that at all. Right, right. Um, but uh, I, El Dorado always reeked to me of, a place that just had a fuck ton of gold, not that it was made of gold. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Or that, like, the stories of there was so much gold. Because I think there's, like, quotes that are like, there's so much gold, the walls are gilded with it or something like right. that. You know, So the Spanish were like, of, oh, fuck. Yeah, I oh, think fuck, the Spanish, yeah, holy <laughs> shit. We got to get over there. We're the conquistadors. <laughs> yeah. 
Give me some paella. Yeah. Well, I gotta go to the jungle. Get some <laughs> shrimp or camarones. Yeah. Senora, senore, uh, senore. Which one? For a male. Senora is Senor. Senor. But isn't there a formal like senor, like senore is like male or something? That sounds Italian. Anyway, but... yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> a senore David, yeah. a childress of the third. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we, you. We need... To go on some kind of uh, expedition yeah. <laughs> to the city of a gold that was lost in a toy. <laughs> well, you <laughs> come to the right place. Because I've got some kind oh. of adventure to take <laughs> you on, my friend. I was saying that the guy I was doing was his like Italian or Spanish ancestor. <laughs> oh, because you said, to Mr. Coppins, can we go? Said, El- well, no, you said... <laughs> I said, so, I am like Senor oh, David. Said, I thought you were saying Senor David, like you're speaking to David. No, Chuck. no, sorry. Yeah. The bit is lost. <laughs> 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 um, so, anyway, um, they then ask, uh, Sooks is like, could the Grail be an extraterrestrial device? Right, it right. was described as having red blinking lights on it. And I'm like, I looked online for about 10 fucking minutes, which it should not have taken me that long. Not a single mention anywhere in any work of there being red blinking lights on the grail. Yeah. Um, I'm sure at some point it was described as having shining jewels or whatever. But yeah. or as we as we learned in the documentary Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, it was the cup of a carpenter. It was a wood cup right. that I always in that movie the prop they use still looks like a like gold gilded wood cup. You know what I mean? It has like well, a very like smooth a finished inside. It's but it's very Is gold. Is it wood or color. clay though? Oh, it's wood. It's because it's a car. He's a carpenter. So I just thought you meant the so. cup of a carpenter. I, well, I mean, right. so it could have been clay. It's because he. Meant... It's it, they're saying they're the whole point is that he fashioned his own cup because he was yeah. a carpenter, right? See, I was just thinking he was poor, so right. he just had. A, well, anyways, right? Yeah, it, it's got some sort of like gold lining. Yes, to it, exactly. Which I mean would protect the liquids from the You're material. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. Whatever. Yeah, just a little bit of gold instead of yeah. a whole fucking thing right, of gold. Right. But, uh, but yeah. So there's no source that I could find. If somebody can find that or a picture or something, let me know. But. Um, and so then the episode kind of ends with, and we were actually surprised it was over because like we didn't really yeah. learn anything. <laughs> they just did a supercut of all these different yeah. old objects. It was it was one of those episodes where if you are, if you haven't been a watcher of the series forever, or you're not into conspiracy theories or ancient astronaut theory, or all that kind of stuff or prehistory stuff, I guess it's new it's new information to you. But for the most part, it was kind of a hey, here's some more shit that we think about sometimes as yeah. ancient astronaut theorists, right? So because Childress comes on and says. The ancients knew something about gold that we have yet to discover. And right, I'm like, right. okay, it, it, even though we're sure. saying that, even though all they said, the most advanced thing they said that they use gold for is for data, which we use on every fucking motherboard in every computer. <laughs> so it's yeah. like we haven't really have anything. We haven't really not discovered anything about gold's uses yet. Yeah, it's mostly just a conductor of electricity. Right. <laughs> And, and for and heat high shielding value. and shit yeah, like yeah. that, you know, insulation and stuff right. like that. Protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, indestructible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gold is indestructible. <laughs> Not true at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the end of, of this, of, uh, aliens and temples of gold. Um, there are some doozies coming up. There are 16 episodes in season three. Whoa, so whoa. quite a leap. Um, and, uh, I look through. All of them. Quantum Leap. And I forgot. Um, so the next episode is going to be season three, episode five of Ancient Aliens, <laughs> as, I, <laughs> as I'm typing as this. As he cranks it in. And it is Aliens 
and mysterious rituals. And there's a very sad Native American looking man on the on the cover of that. Um, but yeah, that should be a fun one too. Um, I think I think there's going to be a lot of Richard Henry in that one. I think um, he does a lot of ritual talk and yeah, and uh, he's big in later episodes in the vortex shit. Like, all the energy vortex stuff. Because remember, mm-hmm. there was, like, a couple people in season one that talked about that a lot. And I don't think they've been back really since then, you know, because there's a lot yeah. of vortex talk with the Bermuda Triangle and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, um, that is next week. Um, as for now, uh, should we read some nice reviews that we got from people? Yeah. Some mm-hmm. probers out there. I got it. Um, if I don't find it in, like, two seconds, just wait longer. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, no, that's not it. Here we go. <laughs> we left off. Um, sorry, this is really bad podcast. Um, I thought we had it. No, I couldn't remember got if we got it. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so this comes from Benjamin Stevens, who gave us a five-star review on Facebook. And he said, I started listening to this podcast early on and look forward to it each Tuesday. Ancient Aliens is one of my favorite shows, and I love revisiting the episodes with Steve and Joey. The impressions of the Ancient Alien crew are spot on, and even involved into some kind of hybrid half-Danakin, half-Sukolo super impression. It's kind of scary. I recommend watching the next episode ahead of each podcast. P.S. I love Rancid. (laughs) (laughs) So he wrote this, like, the day after we put up Aliens in Sacred Places, the last episode, because I think that's when we talk about uh, our music clickiness yeah, in yeah, high school yeah. and shit and, and how i never heard a rancid song right neither right yeah yeah um and then our next one on facebook comes from chrissy kramer kerrigan she says you guys are hilarious love 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 this podcast thank you for all the work you do keep up the great job thank you chrissy and thank you benjamin Muchos um, gracias as el senorito um oh and then i don't think we read this one before it was a shorty um, but it was by Jake Nake uh, on Facebook, and another five star review says, "If you've seen the show, you have to listen to these guys. Hilarious! Thank you for that." Um, and then, uh, oh, he also sent us a message asking us if we looked into uh, the trivia for the show on IMDb. It's really great. So maybe we oh, should yeah. we make that a little Good segment in the future yeah. too. Um, but yeah, was there anything on Instagram? Or sorry, not, not Instagram. Instagram. Uh, uh, no, because we iTunes. recorded Monday, so we read those two because they were like that day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. So. Thanks, everyone. So, yeah, uh, again, tell your friends about the show um, if they love Ancient Aliens, if they hate it, or they just think it's really fun yeah. and has some interesting factoids or factids, yeah. but not a lot of facts. Or tards. Right. Oh, I'm a factard. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my dad used fact-tard. a medical detector when I was a kid, <laughs> and I am a certified factard. Factardist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm really big into frequently asked questions docs. Yes, I'm a fact yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a fact boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Eventbrite Fact Boy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say the big fact boy. Shout out to GameFacts.com. Big site and kind of the first online forum I was I actually posted to. Because mm. I would go on GameFAQs.com, which is still yeah. around. Had a really good community back in the day, like in the yeah. 90s yeah. Uh, and, and early 2000s. But uh, pure text walkthroughs of games, like all like ASCII, ASCII or whatever, right. like, pictures uh, and stuff. So. If you didn't have Nintendo Power Game Pro to like walk right. you through. Because I remember... Or Nintendo, buy the strategy guides themselves. Right. Because you know? I remember like Game Pro, cool, they had this article, but like... Right. 
they didn't have an article on every single game right. of everything we were playing it and when I was playing it at the time. Right. So something like that would have uh, seemed quite nice. Right. And like you would, it, would, it had like boss guides and like things like that too. So yeah. anyway, shout out to from Factard yeah. comes Game Facts. Yeah. Um, shout out to Hollywood Facts. Yeah. <laughs> going downtown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Tell your friends about the show. Tell them to subscribe to it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. If you uh, like burps, yeah. there's one. Um, if you like our sense of humor and you like craft beer, listen to our other podcast, uh, Beer There, Drunk That. It's on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. Follow us on um, Probing Ancient Aliens. Sorry, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, at Beer There, Drunk That PC on Instagram. Uh, for beer, they're drunk that, and yeah. then beer, they're drunk that on Facebook, and those, the logo is pretty similar in style. It's by the same great artist, right? Um, and uh, but our beer, they're drunk that you will notice it is a human version of Steve and I puking with the phrase "beer, they're drunk that" yeah. spelled in with puke. some bottles. Yeah. That shows a little looser, somehow even grosser, right? <laughs> so if you're oh, into yeah. it, go for it, Josie Grossy. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think uh, I think we got some gold to mine. We gotta fuel the ship or we're gonna be stuck yeah. on this stone landing strip, landing yeah. pad. Yeah, we gotta, gotta get down into that bottom of the lake yeah. and re grab our gold. Yeah. So we can. The gold gets us to the planet. We get right. just enough to get back right. home. Right. right. And, and blow more out in our atmosphere or something. I guess. I don't know. Hey, we're all. <laughs> we're all. The Anunnaki saw that we were full tards, and now we're yeah. just half tards mining gold. So. Yeah, and those sons of bitches come like motherfuckers because they do earn that name, the oh, yeah. Grand Bukaki. Oh, yeah. And they actually filled that lake with their salty loads. Oh, yeah. And that's what it is. It's our ship going down, and yep. then the Grand Bukaki come yep. out and fill the load. You're talking about Lake uh, Guava de Quifa up yeah. there by yeah. uh, El Dorado? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> just south of Armando Cheese and... Right. The holiest of mountains. Right. Mount from a yes. <laughs> Some kind of oh, deep, I'm, deep I'm crevasse. gold dust, the wrestler. <laughs> I will shatter your dreams. The longest outro we've ever said. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.